November 21st. Our reading in the New Testament today will be from the book of James, chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Now in these last days, before the coming of the Lord, what does God want in our lives? Let's talk about priorities. To live only to get wealth is to rob yourself of true riches. It is to worry instead of worship. God knows you have needs, and He will meet them if you practice what it says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And we need patience. If you've sown the right seed, you will eventually reap a harvest of blessings, so be patient. If others have exploited you, be patient. The judge is at the door. God has the final say, and God has a plan for your life. All life is lived in seasons. Perhaps God is preparing you for the next season. Be diligent. If you're going through trials, be patient. God is still on the throne. Don't forget prayer. Many kinds of prayer are named here as we go through the book of James chapter 5. Prayer for the sick. Prayer for forgiveness. Prayer for the nation. Even prayer about the weather. There's no need that prayer cannot meet and no problem that prayer cannot solve. And finally, we'll read about personal concern. Once again, James emphasizes ministry to individuals. Can you detect when a fellow believer starts to stray? Are you truly concerned? Will you try to help? Will you wait too long? And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. November 21st, James chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. Look here, you rich people. Weep and groan with anguish because of all the terrible troubles ahead of you. Your wealth is rotting away, and your fine clothes are moth-eaten rags. Your gold and silver have become worthless. The very wealth you were counting on will eat away your flesh in hell. This treasure you have accumulated will stand as evidence against you on the day of judgment. Or listen. Hear the cries of the field workers whom you have cheated of their pay. The wages you held back cry out against you. The cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You have spent your years on earth in luxury, satisfying your every whim. Now your hearts are nice and fat, ready for the slaughter. You have condemned and killed good people who had no power to defend themselves against you. Dear brothers and sisters, you must be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who eagerly look for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They patiently wait for the precious harvest to ripen. You too must be patient and take courage, for the coming of the Lord is near. Don't grumble about each other, my brothers and sisters, or God will judge you. For look, the great judge is coming. He is standing at the door. For examples of patience and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, look at the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. We give great honor to those who endure under suffering. Job is an example of a man who endured patiently. From his experience, we see how the Lord's plan finally ended in good, for He is full of tenderness and mercy. 
but most of all my brothers and sisters, never take an oath, by heaven or earth or anything else. Just say a simple yes or no, so that you will not sin and be condemned for it. Are any among you suffering? They should keep on praying about it. And those who have reason to be thankful should continually sing praises to the Lord. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And their prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make them well. And anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and wonderful results. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for the next three and a half years. Then he prayed for rain, and down it poured. The grass turned green, and the crops began to grow again. My dear brothers and sisters, if anyone among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back again, you can be sure that the one who brings that person back will save that sinner from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. Hi, I'm John Bevere. I want to talk to you about Relentless, the power you need to never give up. You know finishing is so important. In fact, it is more important how we finish than even how we begin. Jesus made that clear. The book of Ecclesiastics makes it clear. But yet, why aren't many believers going to finish well in these days? You know, the Bible predicts that. It says in the last days, many are going to go shipwrecked, many are going to fall away from the faith. Why is that? I've been traveling all over the world for more than 20 years, and it has ached my heart to see how many people leave churches, how many people walk away from the faith, how many people still say they're Christians, but have lost all their drive and their passion. Why is this? I will tell you why. It's because they're not armed to suffer. This is what Relentless is all about. Think of it just like this. You're going into a hostile environment. In this hostile environment, bullets are flying. People have handguns. And you go into this environment and you get shot. How long does it take to recover from that bullet wound? It could be months. It could be even a year. But think about it like this. Before going into that environment, you take the time and put on a bulletproof vest. And then you go into the hostile environment and a few shots do get taken at you or your people. The bulletproof vest keeps the bullets from penetrating you. Now here's the question I want to ask you as a leader. And when I say leaders, you may be a father, you may be a mother, you may be a pastor, you may be a leader of an organization. Most of the people that I'm talking to right now, you all should be leaders because God says we're the head and not the tail. Now here's the question I want to ask you as a leader. Would you want to arm your people by putting on that bulletproof vest? God says my people go into captivity. They're injured because of a lack of knowledge. Do you want to take the time to give this knowledge to those you love in your own life and be prepared for adversity? I believe what Relentless will do is it will arm you. It will prepare you from what life will throw at you. And the thing that we must establish and will be firmly established is where does tribulation come from? Where do trials come from? 
you'll know you'll be established so that you can properly fight because Romans 5.17 makes it clear that all of those that have received God's abundant grace and have been freely put right with Him were to rule in life. People that are not armed to suffer, people that are not prepared and adequately armed with the Word of God that's found in Relentless are people that end up being ruled by life. It is my desire, my passion, to see the church of Jesus Christ in America and around the world rise up and become strong. And I believe Relentless is a God-given tool that will prepare us for these days ahead. They're glorious days that are coming. They're victorious days that are coming. So I want you to become a Relentless Believer.
Hey guys, this is Mike Morgan phasing up to two today. I want to thank God and the Refuge Ministries for giving me this great opportunity to restore my life and build a solid relationship with my Lord and Savior. To all my brothers at the farm, I love you all and stay focused in your walk with God. Let this wonderful light of God shine through you all to inspire all the new brothers. Demario and Dario, I love you guys. Look forward to seeing all of you real soon. Love you, John, Chad, and Vincent. And Ron, give Bailey a bath. Okay. Uh, this is Edwin Miller. Um, I want to give a shout out to all my Phase One brothers that are um, still down at the farm. I just want to say it gets better, man. And uh, each day you, you grow. Just stay, um, stay positive, stay willing, and don't ever remember what, or don't ever forget why you're forgetting to do this. Keep doing it for yourself. You know, for God first, and everything will fall into place. Um, I'm excited to go to phase two. I'm starting to get more comfortable with it and I have anxiety. Um, I just want to say to everyone, keep your head up no matter where you're at in the ministry and um, just stay focused and stay positive. Love you all. This is uh, Caleb Arnold phasing up from phase one to phase two. Um, all my brothers down at the farm, I love you guys. Hang in there. Um, brothers throughout the ministry, um, I love all you guys. I learned a lot from each and every single person I've uh, encountered so far since I've been here. Um, I want to thank all the Phase 1 coordinators, John Lucas, uh, Chad, Vincent. All you guys are awesome, man. Uh, just keep on doing what you're doing, man. The uh, Spirit of the Lord is definitely down in Phase 1. Um, so, again, thank you all. I love all you guys. Thank you.